Most disgusting video I've seen in a while. Somebody caught a guy at the supermarket deli. You know where you can get a nice bowl of soup? Yeah, they'll be the hot soup containers. They have the steel cover on them. You lift them up, you pour the soup into a bowl, you take it to the checkout. And you think, well, there's a steel cover on there. There can't be any germs in that soup. No, it's completely clean. Unless someone takes the entire ladle puts it up to their mouth, and takes a big mouthful of soup. This guy walks up like it's its own kitchen. You know, you do that in your own kitchen. You kind of sip from the ladle. He does this. And somebody's filming him. I worked at a grocery store for years. This was always a problem in the bulk food section. It was basically a buffet food section for some people. They would come in every day and just shove nuts and candy, all kinds of things into their mouth. I've done this. You've done this? And you justify it by saying, well, I want to try it before I buy it. Here's my thing. There'll be things in the bulk section that I haven't seen before. Like mixed nuts, for example. I'll never touch those because I know what the nuts taste like. Ha, ha, I've, ha. Never, I've never tasted cashews before. But there was, there was like these little like protein cube things and they looked good. <laughs> but, but you don't want to commit to buying like $12 worth of something. If, and then you take it home and you try one. You're like, this is dog crap. <laughs> so you, you try one. I get wanting to try it and I get it's wrong. Do you then tell them at the checkout, like, listen, I tried one of these, charged me like the 17 cents, whatever it costs. Maybe there should be a special scale. You weigh your whole body weight when you come in, like at the dump. And then on your way out, you have to stand on a scale. <laughs> Because people people did this with uh, fruit all the time, too. Like apples and grapes, and you just find empty grape bags by the end. So that they eat as they're shopping, and then they think they can just tell the person at the cashier, well, I had two apples, can you charge me for that? But that stuff's by weight. So I think there should be human scales, way in and way out. That'll make the grocery store <laughs> experience way more efficient. <laughs> the day before Christmas, the line up at Zayers and Goderich, oh, all the way to the yeah. back. It's like, hold on, we have to weigh everybody hold before on. you leave. You look, uh, you look a little heavier than when you came in. You look like you had a couple plums in line. Did you hit up the bulk section? Get on the scale, fatty. That's my name, though. That's <laughs> my is. name. I can it say is. that word. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Farmers in Duran County, you want to make a little extra money? We've seen this with goat farmers. They're making a little extra money now lending out their goats to yoga instructors. There's goat yoga. It's a good little side hustle. They probably make a few bucks there. And I feel like this new hustle, city people will just eat up. Oh, they'll love it. Oh, city people are dumb. So it's called cow cuddling. You can pay 300 bucks for a 90-minute session. People will pay to just lay in the grass next to your cow. Yeah. Like in money to do that. <laughs> it's insane. Cows have a body temperature that's slightly higher than humans and their heart rate is slower. So cuddling a cow, it lowers your heart rate and it hires your body temperature. So it's very relaxing. It does kind of sound relaxing. I well, want you're one explaining of these, it, yeah. I want one of these bovines for a pillow. <laughs> you're starting to sell me. Looking for the next big thing. This is it. Yeah, you're well, in county, get on it. If you have a lazy pig, it won't get out of the barn. You, city people will pay you to push the pig. Pig pushing. Pig pushing. Will be another one. That sounds like a lot of fun. I would do that. Yeah, I would pay good. I would pay fifty dollars to, to push, push a, a pig. pig. Every farmer in Huron County is going to be a millionaire. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. The number one place that men go to escape the tolls of life. The day-to-day -day grudgeries. Yeah, the grudgery. Escape the kids, maybe. Is it the garage? Is it the car? The bathroom. The bathroom. They pulled a thousand men. Men spend seven hours a year in the bathroom. Is that including <laughs> doing the business or is that just escape time? Seven hours. Chore avoidance, possibly. The chance to look at their mobile phone undisturbed. Things like this. It's they a good place. It's head good on into the bathroom. Good peaceful place. I must say, I think I milk the bathroom 
bathroom experience sometimes. Milking the bathroom experience sounds disgusting. It does. <laughs> yeah, when you when you say it out loud, I'm sure in your mind before you said milking the bathroom experience. Yeah, you're right. Sounds I, like something you'd look up online. I could probably be in and out in 10 minutes, but that 10 minutes. Again, in the use of in and out, not appropriate for bathroom language, Matthew. Uh, I can't go right here. You start reading the back of that shampoo bottle. It takes a while. There's a lot of ingredients on that shampoo bottle. Oh, rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Wow. You, you read it over and over again. <laughs> I take my phone in the bathroom. It's a guilty place. You load up a YouTube video, you burn 20 minutes in the bathroom. You- I bet everyone has their secret place hiding behind the, the laundry machines. The wife goes to the car to cry. Everybody's got their place. Everyone's got their place. And God go. bless you. Yeah. And if you see mom or dad in the car crying, just leave them be. You take those memories, you bury them deep down, and then 20 years later, you talk to your therapist about it as God intended. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. A stolen giant inflatable colon used as a teaching tool by the Colon Cancer Coalition. Campaign was called Get Your Rear in Gear. It's valued at about $4,000. $4,000 colon. So the police found this 10-foot tall, 150-pound colon. This would have taken some effort to steal in a vacant house Monday afternoon. What do you do with these people? What's the charge for? I guess it would be a theft charge. Just make them get a colonoscopy. Punishment enough, right? I've had a colonoscopy. They're tough. It's not fun. They're tough. I mean, if they needed a 10-foot colon, they could have just asked my grandfather. Pretty sure he's got like two. I just don't get why you would steal this thing. The whole story's hard to digest. Did they think it was going to add some value to their home? I mean, it was a pretty crappy home. Oh, well, at least the police got to the bottom of it. It's great that they were able to finger the culprits. Oh, the colon jokes we come up with. This is our job. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Disney theme parks have a problem. People are bringing their cremains there all the time, apparently. Grandma's ashes. Grandma's ashes. They even call it cold grandma. Happens fairly regularly at the Haunted Mansion. People are bringing their ashes all the time. Is that where people want to have their ashes spread at Disney? Is that the Haunted Mansion? Yeah. You would think like Magic Mountain or the Pirates of the Caribbean? Or like on Space Mountain or something? Imagine getting a mouthful of ashes where you're on on a roller coaster or something. That's disgusting. Tastes like grandpa. That would be awful. (laughs) That's about as weird as adults who go to Disneyland alone. Why is that weird? That's just creepy. Disneyland's fun. I want my remains sprinkled over Disney also, but I don't want to be cremated. (laughs) Oh, no thanks. Anyways, if you're going to Disney, don't bring your ashes. They're on to this now, confiscating them at the entrance gates. We're having trouble identifying this corpse. There's a toque and some clear framed glasses on it. I think he's Canadian. Looked high before he died. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. It was a sad week this week. Dorcas Riley passed away at the age of 92. Explain to us why she's important to our day-to-day lives. Well, have you ever been to a potluck and there's that god-awful concoction of green beans, cream of mushroom soup, and crunchy fried onions? Ew. That was her invention. She's responsible. And everybody does it for every potluck everywhere. It's not even good. Campbell's estimates 40% of all the cream of mushroom soup that they sell goes toward this bean casserole. Disgusting. That's how popular it is. But please tell me, the casserole dies with Dorcas. Dorcas? Who names their kid Dorcas? You work across from a guy named Fatty. (laughs) Uh, Funny too that her name was Dorcas because that's what I called my brother when he brought that to the last potluck. Yeah. Nicely done. Nicely done. I guess now she's a has-been. Sorry, Dorcas. You got any more? I appreciate your invention. No, you don't. I do. I'm glad she's dead. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. 
deer season has it begun yet there's this picture going viral instead of putting the deer car because this is a big huge buck buck yeah a buck yeah instead of putting it in the back of his truck this guy tied the deer to a pole that goes into his hitch. Bloody. Stephen Hunters were saying, yeah, you got to have some respect for the animal and respect for the other people out there. It's hard enough selling people on the idea of hunting as it is and transporting a bloody deer all over the highway. Yeah, he didn't want to get the carriage of his truck dirty. Yeah. Didn't want to get blood all over it. To be fair, his ATV's in the back of the truck. Oh, fair enough. But maybe the ATV should have been on a trailer and not the deer on a uh, pole. <laughs> you made a comment off, Mike. You said it sounded like the deer was pole dancing. Yeah, it looks like it's pole dancing. That was my problem with it. It just looks kind of dirty. It was too sexually suggestive. Yeah. Your problem wasn't the, the dead live animal. Not the blood. I was thinking of the children. You're Watch, thinking of the children. Watching this deer pole dancing. This buck is looking to make some dough, ladies. <laughs> Get out your dollar bills. Check out the rack. He's horny. <laughs> Mornings with Matt and Fatty. This dog is smart. I don't know why I haven't thought of this. Princess the dog has been scamming McDonald's customers by sneaking out at night, going to the McDonald's drive-thru, sitting there, looking like she's a stray with her eyes all like big and... Give me a hamburger. Scamming hamburgers out of the people in the drive-thru. The owner did not know the dog was doing this. She took to Facebook to dog shame. She said, if you see my dog at the McDonald's on Shields, quit feeding her fat because she don't know how to act and be leaving the house all the time to go walking to McDonald's at night. She's not even a stray dog. She's just a gold digging that be acting like she's a stray so people will feel bad for her and feed her burgers. Smart dog, dude. <laughs> this dog, though. Smart dog. Smart dog. But I mean, McDonald's is people food. If you want to feed your dog dog food, you go to the restaurant that serves dog food. Say it with me. Arby's. Arby's. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Saw this story. It's out of California in Orange County somewhere. I believe a small town. Customers have been showing up really early to a donut shop every day, buying all the donuts and baked goods, and for a really good reason. Couple owned this shop. They were actually uh, immigrants from Cambodia, came to the U.S. in 1979 and opened this incredible donut shop. Wife has a brain aneurysm. Very tragic. So the customers, very loyal, wanted to set up a GoFundMe page. This guy wasn't comfortable with that. And so they said, okay, if you don't want us to give you money, we're going to show up every morning, all of us, early, buy up the entire store so that he can go and be with his wife. Sometimes he's sold out of everything by 10 a.m. Then he can go be with his wife in the hospital. What a sweet story. That's a nice story. Isn't that nice? It's similar to something that happened here in Huron County. Mornings with Matt and Fatty talking about this donut shop in Orange County, California. The owner's wife got sick and instead of starting a GoFundMe, which he didn't want, customers just came in early, bought all the donuts so that he could shut down shop, make his money, and spend time with his wife. Super sweet. Similar to a story about an institution here in Godrich. When tragedy strikes, there's always good people everywhere that step up. I moved here in 2012 and it was a year almost to the day that Culbert's Bakery reopened in Godrich. Same kind of thing. They were possibly going to close after the tragedy that was the tornado. And they were an institution in, in Godrich. I know bacon donuts since the 40s. or The recipe's been around since the 40s. Well, that was part of the concern. The brick oven hadn't been turned off in 150 years. And they're using that same brick oven. It's the very same one. And they were worried that the bricks were going to all collapse in because it finally was shut down due to the tornado, due to all the damage. Their first day open, about a year later, they were lining up around the block to get the donuts at 6 a.m. 
and they don't open till 8.30. So just as a show of support, the town came out, showed them, yes, we do want you here. We love what you do. We love your donuts. Just goes to show that in every town, we support each other. This is true. A very cool small it's town nice. story. And the good deeds are all around the world, including California, including Huron County as well. That's right. You see these good deeds all over the place. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. And remember that mysterious cigar in the sky. Actually, a lot of people were saying it looked like a big giant turd. It was a turd. News people were calling it a cigar so they could air it on the news. Giant piece of turd, which got us thinking, are we just in like some big cosmic toilet bowl? Possibly. We are. (laughs) This isn't Giorgio from Ancient Aliens saying this. This is Harvard University. It may have actually been an alien spacecraft sent to investigate Earth. Like you think they just took one look at us and figured it's not worth it? I would. A bunch of people fighting, posting nonsense on their computers, seeing people that have limited resources, cutting down all their trees, throwing all their garbage in the oceans. These people literally made a hamburger where the bun was chicken. They can't even find their keys. It's in the couch cushion, you morons. We missed our chance. This is making me sad. Yeah. Alexa, play Despacito. Despacito. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Facebook's using Canada as a guinea pig for its new dating features. It'll be right there with the classifieds, which is basically what it is. Classifieds for people, That's right? a good way to put it. Now, it's not going to use your Facebook friends. It's going to be more or less like Tinder, where you key in your geographical area. It'll find people around you. Yeah. And in a place like Huron County, there's a good chance you'll also be Facebook friends with them because there's 40 people in Huron <laughs> County. <laughs> or you'll at least have common friends, friends of friends. Totally. But, but maybe that's what's good about this. Maybe it keeps you in sort of the circle you're already in. And maybe it'll work wonders for people. There'll be an interested button or a pass, pass. button. I just got passed on. I got passed on. Uh, Did you hear Jim from the shop passed on me? Yeah. Why would he do that? I'm worried about the grandparents that don't know how to use Facebook. You see that periodically. You see yeah. grandma's trying to Google peach cobbler recipe, but she updates her Facebook status instead. And posts the whole recipe as her status. Yeah. And peach pie could be kind of suggestive. That's very suggestive. And you don't want grandma getting involved in that kind of nonsense. You know who needs a dating app, though? LinkedIn. At least you know they have a job. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. I have two teenagers. It's always nice to know what they're talking about. All the latest teen slang. I'm going to do a little quiz. What is your cheddar? Your cheddar? Yeah. Uh, Is that like when when you tell somebody to get out... Get out my business. Like, get out my cheddar. Is it your cheddar? No, it's your money. Oh. I made a lot of cheddar today. Why cheddar? There's so many better cheeses. Goat. What's goat? The greatest of all time. Oh, look at you with the teen lingo. Yeah, LeBron James. They call call him the goat. He's the greatest basketball player Uh, of all time. Yeah, the the greatest of all time. Yeah. Hundo P. I'm feeling Hundo P. Hundo P. Hundo <laughs> Hundo refers to 100, I believe. You have a Hundo of something. Hundo P? I don't know. So when you're feeling really good, you're feeling 100%. Oh, Hundo P. How you doing? I'm like Hundo P. Nobody says. Do teenagers say this? Uh, apparently. I've never heard any of these. Maybe okay. they're not local. We have our own local slang, too, probably. That guy's thirsty. As, does it mean somebody's, like, motivated? Trying to get attention. I'll give myself thirsty. a ding around We'll give one. yourself a ding. We'll do this again. The country.